Hey, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Today we are talking about a killjoy. Mm, comparison. Um, Have any of that going on in your life? I don't. I just like walk through fields of rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. Thinking you're enough and very secure in All the time. your past, present, and future. I never question where I'm going or where I've been or the things that I have and if they're enough. Yeah, and I never question, am I pretty enough, smart enough, talented enough, on the right path, a good enough parent, uh, wife? I never question any of that and compare myself to anyone else I see on social media or in my life. I don't see you on your fancy vacation while I'm sitting in my sunroom. No, don't see you. (laughs) (laughs) I have no comparison when I hear you belt out a beautiful song when I would love to be a worship team leader. Right. But and, can't carry a tune. And all your like cute family photos, we don't see you. Your fall family photos? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like how exhausting to pick out all the matching clothes. Oh my gosh. It's the least favorite part of a picture. So much stress. So much stress. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't doing them this year, people. <laughs> <laughs> I let I mean if we're being honest, if we're women. It is very rarely, I think, that we walk into a room with other women and don't start thinking when they start talking, even before they start talking, comparing hair, jewelry, clothes, um, nails, shoes, wrinkles, whatever. Yeah. You know, like... Jobs, status. Not that you're talking bad about people, just, oh, her hair is prettier, or maybe I should have done more and put on makeup today or you could take the route that I used to take and be like oh well it must be nice if I didn't work then I would be in better shape and my hair would look that good and if I had the money then my nails would always be done so I went to a very Mm. judgy or Mm. jealous place and that is those are two of the things of really five that comparison does it leads to jealousy and judgment It also just shoves, stifles, and steals all of our joy, all of our creativity, all of our confidence, all of these things. But I think, you know, one of the things that I've discovered and recently lived out that I did not anticipate about judgment is comparison. Um, It's not about my insecurity all the time. Like I'm insecure about how I look or what I have on or what I'm doing or how smart I am. So I'm comparing a lot of times I can walk in and if someone believes a different idea or they are, you know, there's plenty of things now. We don't even have to list all the things that are separating us in the world today. And it is really easy for me to get into a conversation and think, oh my gosh, these people are ignorant. They have, they even watched the news like they, do they even bother? Are they just followers? Do they even research anything on their own? Are they sheeple? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that is comparison and that is ugly because that is judgment. And it leads to division, which is definitely not the work of God. However, it is the work of Satan. And, oh my gosh, pride, oh. certainly not humility, right. condemnation of others. Like that is not my... You know that? Not my job. That ain't my job. That's God's job. So uh, that is a side of comparison that I had not considered until, of course, the Lord let me live it out. But when we're going through these things, so it shoves aside 
comparison does, shoves aside God's blessings for us and the plans that he has for us. I mean, we're all on this unique journey and have this unique calling. We can't all do the same job and wear the same things, have the same hair. I mean, that would be so boring. Oh my gosh. Can you even imagine? There would only be one kind of pair of jeans. Ooh, but we'd all have good legs maybe. Mm. Wouldn't it be bad if you made us all short? Anyways, it'd be bad for me. Anyways, <laughs> we'd all want to drive the same car. Yeah. There would be no jokes because we'd all have the same like mindset. So yeah. there would be nothing funny. And we'd never, ever get our size of shoe. Right? I mean, we'd never get the shoe because we'd all want the same ones. Same color, same size. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie called like Pleasantville or something that that happened? Ooh, yeah, I think there was. It'd be like Pleasantville. But also when you were saying it like pushes aside um, our unique calling, we cannot all, like you said, be a pastor. We cannot all be a Sunday school teacher. Or a doctor. Right. Thank you for taking it out of the church. (laughs) (laughs) We can't all be the um, boutique owner. Or a supermodel. Darn it. Darn it. Yeah. Although I will, I will confess this when I'm walking down the street and I see someone who's like really exercising and working hard, I pray that the Lord would give them the exact body they want. I'm oh. like, give her today the exact body she wants. I wish I could give that to her. That like is for a like woman. turning your, I don't want to say jealousy because you're not jealous, but turning something that could become bitter into mm-hmm. a blessing. Yeah, because that's awesome. like, oh, she's out there exercising. I should be. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good way to do that. I, I do want that for people, you know, for them to have that confidence. I think we fall into this trap. Obviously, we always talk about social media because there's a reason for that. It's a thing. But that we need to be like everybody else and that being the same is better. And why do we feel like that? Because, I mean, if you think about uh, an artist a piece of their artwork. It's only worth money if it's an original or there's a limited quantity, right? You know, they they signed three or there's one original and the rest are copies. Well, you don't sell those copies for 5.5 million. Just the originals, 5.5 million. The copies are like 500. We don't want to be copies. And, you know, jewelry and all these other things, we give it value when it's unique, but not ourselves. Right. Why can't we see that? Uh, you know, it's that little enemy guy that talks in your ear and tells you, oh, look at her and look what she has that you don't have. Yes. We need to shut him up. Shut it up. I mean, because confident, you know, when we compare, it really stifles our courage and confidence. Yes. And it also questions God yeah. and what he was doing. I mean, I have said those guys like, God, what were you thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But the truth is, like, God made you uniquely for what you are going to do. And so when you don't honor that unique walk, you're not honoring God Mm. at all. It's so true. He has a special plan that only you can accomplish, you know. And comparison also steals our joy. Do we really need one more thing stealing our joy in the world today? (laughs) I'm just saying, at least we can control this or try to control it. We have a little bit of control over it. Right. And I will say, like, I'm not really good at joy yet. I'm working on it. I said, I told Allison, I said, I one day want to have joy like you do. I want to feel the same joy that you feel because I just am incapable of it right now in my current state. Just from life, right? Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've been there. 
Yeah. I'm just in a joyful stage most days. Now. But I have that video of you and you're receiving this great package and Aww. like your joy is so genuine. Oh. It's pretty amazing. Thanks. So, but honestly, if I would have even. It comes from God. It does come from God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, we would never be working together if I had let comparison get in the way. Same. Because um, they had asked me, I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty, but they had asked me to help out with one of Allison's studies. Now, I had never met Allison and they said, hey, there's this girl and I said, they probably said woman and she's teaching this Bible study at six weeks and she can only make four. Do you think you can cover two weeks? And I was like, ah, is it live teaching? They said, yes. And at this point I did not consider myself to be a live teacher. Um, and so I saw, although she is living, (laughs) right? (laughs) What she does on that stage is a whole nother ballgame. But, and then they said, oh, and she wrote it. And I'm thinking, okay, hold up. Now I have to teach this woman's study. She actually wrote the study. So I'm not even in her arena, right? I'm like sitting outside in the nosebleed section trying to get a scalper's ticket. She's in the arena on the stage and you want me, the scalper, to come in here and try to do this? Um, and so I remember, so I said, fine, I'll, I'll meet with her, right? Um, and so she comes in and y'all know Allison, she's adorable. She's perfect in my eyes, right? She just comes in with her little smoothie and she's like, hey! And everything about me was like, I... I could never aspire. I couldn't even dream what it would be like to be her. But I sat with her for a few minutes and we had a great conversation. And I said, okay, well, I'll take it home and I'll take a look at it. Because she, just as beautiful as she is on the outside, she is on the inside. So you can't like tell her no, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can. (laughs) Um, And so I, if I had let the comparison of who she is and where she's been and the things she's accomplished get in the way, we would have never bonded the way we have and we wouldn't have this podcast. And I had already heard about Melissa. She had spoken at something and everybody was just like, oh, she's so great. She's so funny. And you just never know. Like she might even drop a cuss word. It's just so real. And and she's just so authentic. And it's just great. And I was like, oh. So I'm thinking, she's super cool. I'm just this boring Bible study teacher. <laughs> like they probably aren't even going to like me anymore when I come back after Melissa talks. But, you know, anyway, so we both have these things going on, but this is happening all the time in our minds and in our relationships. The difference is that Melissa and I have been able to stay friends and circle back and have this conversation and unpack it. But what happened was we were just at this comparison crossroads. And you can recognize when you're headed down that, when you start taking someone else's blessing and turning it into your bitterness or jealousy. Yes. Right? Or you become just paralyzed and unable to take the next steps that you feel like God is leading you to take because you don't feel adequate or good enough or the same. Right. And then, of course, when you already start down that path, guess what gets louder? The voices of jealousy and doubt and insecurity. And that's exactly where Satan wants you. And then you can't even hear the truth of God anymore. You don't even know the truth of God anymore. Oh, you're exhausted. Right. From fighting the battle within. Yeah. And you feel so unvaluable. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. We can make up words. It's our podcast. True that, girl. (laughs) You got to be able to. We call it um, creative authority. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some creative authority, my friends. 
So we want to kind of spend the last minutes of the podcast talking about how you can combat comparison because we know we all deal with it. Yeah. And we, I think most of us know when it's starting to come up, but it is really important to take notice of when it begins to occur so you can stop it in its tracks. But like one of the things is identifying your own strengths and weaknesses and And appreciating them. Yeah. Being thankful that God made you an amazing cook and that you can like probably do three things at once without burning dinner. I cannot do that, friends. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you don't even need some personality profile to do this. Yeah, totally. Probably you're operating in your strengths. You don't even know it. You don't even value it because it's so easy to you. But if you have a hard time acknowledging them, ask your close friends, what is it? And, and yeah. probably they say it in many conversations and you don't even know it. Um, so listen to what people are saying to you. Um, pay attention to how you feel after you leave a certain situation. Like, wow, that was easy and I feel so good. And someone really got value out of that. Yeah. Um, don't ask your mother-in-law. She's probably not going to be the best person to ask. You know <laughs> what I mean? Depending on your relationship. But I love that. Like, think about when you leave a situation when you've been doing something. Was it frustrating? Were you resentful that you were there? Or did it just bring you so much joy and fill you with energy? Right. That it was exciting. That means it came easy. And I'm not saying everything we do in life is going to bring us, like, all joy and happiness. Because we have to do hard things, too. Yes. You know? But you want to fill your life with more joy and less hard things. Yes, absolutely. And... It is really important. We've always heard, like, make a list of all the things that you're grateful for, blah, 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 gratitude journal. Um, But make a list of your accomplishments and keep adding to it. And this is not about pride. Right. This is not about that. It is just about acknowledging that you are successful. And it can be the tiniest thing. Like, I remembered the name of the PTA president today. Did you? No. Oh, okay. I, no, but like it could be that small. Okay, like yeah. I remembered my neighbor's name, right. my new name, or what, or I, you know, or I graduated from college. Like whatever it is, it can be big, it can be small, but what is an accomplishment? Right. Yes. I mean, for me, it's like, oh, look, I actually did a really good job with my eating habits today and I worked out and I spent time with God. I didn't yell at my kids today. Like right. that might be one. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and then we always say this obnoxious, like take a break from social media. Uh, so I'm going to say this, um, at least limit it and acknowledge when it starts to make you feel bad and shut it down because there are some good things on social media, but sure. you know, some people that's our outlet. That's our way of like checking in with long family members that are far away, but there has to be a limit to everything because you know, you can check on your family members for a few minutes and next thing you know, you're checking out your um, girlfriend's new, I don't know, house and family situation. And you're becoming envious and it's like getting a bitter root. We hear this all the time. Take a break from social media. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. We just don't do it. I mean, it is the key to so many of our emotional and mental struggles right now in today's world and taking it seriously I mean, I think we just hear it so often that it becomes so routine that we don't actually take the advice. But um, another thing, I'm all about that squirrel. Squirrel! Yeah. <laughs> uh, redirection, basically. So when you find yourself at a comparison crossroads, have a quick snippet that you can say, a little something you can say to yourself. I call it a breath prayer, but that takes your mind back to, okay, focus. Like, don't compare yourself. Mine is, um, 
you know, maybe, well, what, what can you say? Back to basics. You're a rock star. Focus, focus, focus. Squirrel, wrong way. You know, make fun of yourself. Laugh a little, but have something funny that you say. Um, mine is squirrel. You know, redirect, redirect, uh-huh. redirect. It's like red flag, red flag. Here we go down the compar- comparison crossroads. But um, it's just taking harness of that thought and then redirecting it back to something positive. Yes. And so in turning the focus from you and your thoughts and insecurities um, to actually being happy for somebody, right? right. So here's a great example. Um you can think of like scrolling social media and maybe you saw that somebody just got a new car. So for many of us, that can actually give us a little bit of bitterness and um, then we can start to feel have a sinking feeling and then the social media just goes down that, you know, crazy rabbit hole. But I want you to think of five people in your life that have recently had a big accomplishment. Maybe their child just graduated. I guess maybe their child's just starting college. Um, they have a new car. They just want a vacation. Um, they're... Their child made the dance team and yours didn't. Right. Now, think about that accomplishment aside from that person. And did that accomplishment actually take anything away from you? So, like, you know, if Allison just got a new car, I wasn't even in the market for a new car. And it didn't take anything away from me because we don't even shop at the same car lot. Right. (laughs) But what do we tend to do? We tend to make it all about us. So think about how that new situation benefited them. Allison got a new car. She really didn't, but I really didn't. But so Allison got a new car and she loves it and it's a better ride for her and it fits all of her son's friends and all their football gear, right? Does that take anything away from me? It does not. I have my mom van. We're good, right? (laughs) Um, Now it says, would you want to take anything away from them if you could, even knowing that it would not come to you? So even knowing that I'm not going to get the car that Allison just got, do I really want Allison to not have that car? because I'm not getting the car. So you would just be taking it from me. So I wouldn't be having joy, enjoyment yes. from the car. Yeah. That's wow. Talk that's powerful. Isn't angry it? person. Right. So, and if you would want to take that away from her, then mm-hmm. envy is robbing you of your joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I think about it, Allison has this great little beach house that she's hanging out in for, um, a short period of time that she rented and I could have been bitter about it, but you know what happened? I wasn't bitter about it. I was super excited. And every time she goes, I'm like, Oh my gosh, enjoy the beach. I love it so much for you. And then I got to go to the beach house. If Allison <laughs> didn't have the beach house, I couldn't have gone to the beach house. <laughs> I love that. There's so many things in our life like that. And I think that just looking at it from a different perspective, you know, recognizing that it's normal, that we all have these feelings and we compare ourselves and God knows that about us. Right. You know, um, and that's why he talks about it through scripture, you know, and wants us to embrace who we are as his children of God, but recognizing it and then coming up with one of these that works for you to stop it in its tracks before it goes too far, before it steals your joy, that it stifles your creativity and your goals and your confidence to move forward. You know, comparison, um, it can be ugly and really a killjoy. And if you think about it, if you can have joy for your friend that has an accomplishment, like true, genuine joy, think of how much joy you have in your life. If you have joy with everybody else, if you're excited with everybody else. It like multiplies your joy a hundredfold. Yeah. 
Oh. If you can celebrate with people instead of like having a little bit of envy and bitterness. And who doesn't need more joy? Right. Girl. Oh my gosh. I love that image in my head. Woo. It's like gremlins. Don't give them water <laughs> after dark or they multiply. But let's do give, give these little joy gremlins some water so they keep multiplying. Oh now, my gosh. I love it so much. Can we talk really quick? I, I know you're ready to close up, but you just have this great way of talking about our roads and naming oh, our roads. Yeah. So... I noticed um, once, like in just studying scripture, that biblically they name roads different than we usually name them. My, my husband's from the country. And, you know, when you're out in the country, like <laughs> we laugh because his dog names the dog Girl. That oh. was the dog's name because she was a girl. Okay. Girl, the dog, <laughs> you know. And, you know, Squirrel, the squirrel. I, it is so interesting. And so the roads are like the little. The, the winding road because it winds, you know, or the yellow brick road. That's from the Wizard of Oz. There's yeah. a reason why they call it that. And so we call it based on what it looks like and the terrain and just how it feels. But in the Bible, instead of doing that, it it names the roads to where they from. They name them where it takes you, like the road to Bethlehem, the road to Jericho. I love this. The road to Emmaus. And so I just, I just love this image and we should never make the mistake of judging our road and our life by what it looks or feels like at the time. Cause sometimes that stinks Yeah, and it's hard to find the joy, but the journey of our life, don't let it be known by your terrain, but like look up because we're going to face obstacles and we're going to fall into temporary pits and we're going to sin and all those things. But let's not, let's not give our life a name based on that, but by the place to which, you know, our lives are going to take us. Like the, the road, road to joy, to joy, <laughs> the road to Jesus, the road to salvation. And let's look at things like that. And when we're doing that, we're not comparing our journeys. We're not getting stuck in them. And, you know, just based on what is around us currently, but we're looking up, we're looking ahead and we're looking to a common goal of salvation and Jesus and love and hope and joy. Yeah. I love that. So hopefully um, today you can put down your comparison banner. Let's and, do it. Let's yeah. all do it. Yeah. Figure out where um, it's sneaking in and stealing your joy. Write it down, journal about it, and just, man, let God have his way with it, right? Totally. And I will tell you this works. I was recently in a situation where I was in a group of people and um, I was starting down the comparison road, but not like the about me insecurity. It was more of the judgment. And it was not healthy and it wasn't kind and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't who I want to be. And so I began to say their names and say basically a little blessing over them. Like, God is highly pleased with you. Melissa, God has shown you great favor. He is highly pleased with you. Mm. Jesus died on the cross for you because he loves you so much. And I was like saying their names and saying all these things. And it truly worked. It redirected my frustration, my anger, my judgment, my comparison. And it redirected it into thinking of them as children of God, Mm -hmm. which is what we need to do. So it actually does work. I had to live it out. (laughs) 
So thank you for doing that. And uh, thank you, Jesus. I've learned, I'm learning. I'm a work in progress, but aren't we all? And so I hope this week you can give somebody a little extra grace, including yourself. Yes, including yourself. And girl, yes. just cut that road off. Cut that comparison road. Yeah. Take a right-handed turn. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint. We look forward to being with you next time. Yeah.